Good evening, good evening, good evening. Hey, 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 this is your sister, Sister Nayira with the Heal on Purpose podcast. I am totally excited to be here with you tonight as we are working to eradicate generational trauma, drama, limiting beliefs, and self-sabotaging behavior patterns. And tonight, I gotta, I gotta look, I gotta be totally transparent before I get into this, before I get into this word and bring my guests forward. When I tell you podcasting ain't easy, podcasting ain't easy, my goodness. But what I want to say is that anything that you do and everything that you do to keep the key to anything to be successful is persistence. And so tonight, out of all nights, it really showed up for me to just be persistent. Now, I haven't been live in a, in a little minute because your sister is totally on a mission to get some things accomplished. But one thing I know and two things for sure, as my daddy would have said, I don't give up and I don't give in. And so tonight I'm here to bring forth to you, She Totally Wins. For our beautiful sister, Kenyatta, she is our guest speaker tonight. And I'm truly excited because I know this sister is going to bring it for us, especially for the women. And so I'm going to read her bio off um, so that we all can get acquainted with her as she brings forth her beautiful jewels and add value to this process of eradicating generational trauma. Remember here on Heal on Purpose, our sole purpose is to repair the Black family, which is to repair humanity. So our beautiful sister, Kenyatta Rucker, is a native Floridian and a long, lifelong resident of St. Petersburg, Florida. She is the middle child of her mother and the eldest of her father. Kenyatta studied an array of fields, have a few certifications such as limited certi agent bail bond, public notary, a licensed claim adjuster, and a full specialist in skin care and, and nails. She is the founder of the nonprofit organization She Wins Totally Inc. because she never gives up which focus on empowering women to embrace their true authentic selves. With over 20 years in the bail bond industry, Kenyatta is the proud owner of So Sweet, the healing place in Kenyatta Rucker Bail Bonds, where she offers bail bond services for those in need. She has a passion for helping others and feel that we are all one we are all one bad decision away from jail so we should not judge others come on now sister king out that's what i'm talking about <laughs> her character and community work speaks for itself she currently sits on the board of a few nonprofit organizations St. Pete Little Devils, Destiny Christian Outreach Ministries, Perfecting Love Ministries, and formerly sat on the board of Inner City Advocates, which is a nonprofit organization for at-risk teens and young adults. She also volunteers at local churches, churches and participates in feeding the community while bringing awareness to gun violence within South St. Pete. Kenyatta is, working, is a working mother of four who loves spending time with her family. Quote from Kenyatta, I hope to be the change in my family, to break generational curses while building generational wealth and building a household brand that my grandchildren and great-grandchildren can benefit from. Wow, we have a beautiful sister and I'm gonna bring on my guest, Miss Kenyatta Rucker. How you doing, beautiful? Hey, good and you. Oh, when you talked about she went totally oh about the never giving up portion. <laughs> if you notice, my background has changed because I've moved around a couple times. So I appreciate this opportunity. I I I absolutely, you know, I absolutely understand. And I do, and I do know what we had to go through to make this happen. You know, but that's the beauty of two women coming together where two or what they say where two or more gathered in my name he's in the midst so we know that uh, this is where yeah this, this uh, has amen. to happen you know as because we got a great mission and yes. that great mission is to help more win especially when it comes to the women so miss kenyatta tell us a little bit more about you beyond the paper who you are and how you show up in the world okay Okay, so um, 
as Sister Nayara mentioned, um, I'm, I wear a mini hat. Um, one that I'm very passionate about is the empowerment of women. Um, I was one that had a child when I was younger. Um, and I did not have, you know, I had a support system as far as my, my aunts and everything are, is concerned. But um, I did not, you know, I was really green, put it that way. Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. I went through some things. I mm -hmm. went through um, a lot of stuff growing up. And I just said, you know, if I would have had some of the resources that's available or would have known about them, it probably would have kind of changed the situation that I was going through at mm -hmm. that particular time. Mm -hmm. um, and that's how She Wins totally came about because she never gave up because throughout adversity and things that may go on in our daily lives, um, goals that you may be trying to crush, if you don't give up, you will win, basically. So mm -hmm. um, that's pretty much me. You pretty much summed me up in a nutshell. Just, you know, advocate for women, advocate for children, for young adults, for young women, because I didn't have that voice when I was coming up. So I want to be that voice for them. Wow. Yes, ma'am. Thank you so much for sharing that and being very transparent. Now, you said that you became a parent at a young age. If you don't mind me asking for the audience, what was that age? I was 17 when 17. I had my daughter. Yes. 17, I was in, yes, I was a senior in high school. And um, yeah, young and I wouldn't even say, well, I can't say young and dumb, but <laughs> um, my first time, yeah, my first time, you know, having sex and because I come from an old school family, like you don't even, that's one of the things you don't mention at all about safe sex. For It was, you better not have it. You better but not you do it. Everybody <laughs> You better not do it. That's it. That's but it. you see everyone around you, you know, doing it. Right. And um, you're, I was afraid to go and tell my mom what I was doing uh, with my boyfriend. But she let me have a boyfriend, so she should have known. But anyway. Come on now. <laughs> that's, neither <here. laughs> that's neither here or there. But I ended up getting pregnant with my daughter, um, who's now 25. Uh, got pregnant with her and... You know, that's what made me grow. It was she's what changed me, what made me grow up because I had to take care of my child as a child pretty much by myself. Absolutely. And I, I understand that very, very clearly. You know, I was 17 when I had my first child. And I remember when, you know, I I I would I had to tell my mom I was pregnant, right? The the thing about it is you said you came up in that house where you know, you don't even talk about it. But in my house, I wasn't no. just told not to do it. I was put on birth control and I wasn't having sex. So I'm like, oh, okay, well, I guess that means I can't. <laughs> so it's like, I'm not doing nothing, but you still going to take birth control. So, you know, we're living yes. in a society now where the culture, in my viewpoint, the culture that we came up in where you know, you was told certain things or, you know, you were sheltered from certain things and you had your peer pressure. But today in today's society, from my viewpoint, it's just like it's all open. You know, everything is open. Yeah. You know, the mm -hmm. girls in this day and time, they don't have from my vantage point because you got babies who's raising babies. So they don't yeah. have that really what we feel like we was it was cultivation, but it was like a strictness. Right. Now yes. things are more loose. You know, it's like, it what? Is. like, it is. like, no. So what would you say to that, that young girl that's raising a baby? She's a baby herself and she don't have that type of support system that we came up through. Right. Which the generation before us was different, but we have a new generation. Mm -hmm. What would you say to that girl or that woman that has that child? you know, that's 17, 16, 17 years old and facing peer pressure, but we're trying to uh, elevate her so she can totally win. What would you say to that family? Well, first off, I would tell her, you know, your, your decision, because a baby is not a mistake. A baby is a blessing. Mm -hmm. 
Come on now. But your decision in your current situation does not define who you are. You can still live a life abundantly. It's going to be harder, a little harder than it would if you did not have a child. But you can do it. It's great to reach out to mentors and even different resources within the community. Reach out and see what, com what, what community resources are there for you, especially if you're out here doing it by yourself. There are so many things that's offered for single women, so many resources, and lean on your community. Find your community and lean on your community because it's, it's going to be, it's going to be hard, but you can do it. Mm -hmm. And you can win if you don't give up. Just take it one day at a time. That's what I had to do. That's what I had to tell myself. And one of the things that I did, luckily, because I, I worked, I always was around older people, was I started putting things up for my child. You know, mm. like if I had five, 10, $15 in my pocket, I will put that in a savings account, in an interest bearing account for my kid. So that mm -hmm. way, when they turn a certain age, that money is right there, readily available for them. Mm -hmm. Start setting yourself up now for your future. Start setting your child up now for your future. And if it's something that you can't afford to do right now, try to better the situation by getting a job that offers 401k. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I hear you. One of the things that that I I learned, if you're not, you know, in business for yourself and you can still set your business up that way too. But you can get into employment that offers those 401k plans and those uh, savings plans that'll help you to save money. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Thank you so much for that. That's that's the valuable uh, data that you just gave for us. And so as I think about this word that you said, that's very key. You know, not just to our young adult, young adult women. Uh, but when the word mentoring, you know, how does that play even when it comes to the adult woman or the adult man, you know, to totally win, for her, for she to totally win? How do you see mentoring playing in a, in a society that we have now or in a community of women? Do you see that that's necessary or, you know, is it just, you know, I could just bond with another girl or another sister? What is, how does mentoring look to you? Um, mentoring to me, like, I mean, even bonding and in, in with someone that it, first off, it you have to figure out what it is that you want. Okay. Because there are, there are mentors in every field that you go into. What is it that you want? Are you needing a mentor for self-care, a life coach? Are you needing a mentor for, um, the field in which you're trying to get into, what is it, define what you need a mentor for. Mm -hmm. And everyone, I feel like everyone needs a mentor, someone that has, you know, pretty much mastered that field that can give you the blueprint. Because one thing that we tend to do is we will bump our heads ourselves. But why do you have to do that when you have someone that has gone through it already and they can give you the blueprint to help you to be successful so i think mentorship is really good and sometimes like when they're on the outside looking in well when you're right in that situation you can't see what someone is on the outside can see so That's it's right. good to have you know a different viewpoint and someone to assist you into achieving your goals because that person and it's for you and one thing we have to stop doing is selling ourselves short you know we want Say everything that. for free you can't get everything for free everything comes with a cost like if you don't pay the cost the person that's doing the service is paying the cost of their time their knowledge things of that sort so i think it's uh mentorship is very important and it's very key to the success and that you're trying to achieve and it like i say it depends on the field and what you're trying to go into, or if you're looking for a life coach, they can shed some light and help you guide you through to your next Absolutely. level. Absolutely. 
Absolutely. And I love what you said about the blueprint, right? You know, somebody that done been through some things that, that you're trying to go through or you have been through and didn't know how to get out of. Because most time we as women, we find ourselves stuck. Right. We're stuck in situations because we don't know yeah. how to make that that next powerful decision or, you know, we don't we don't have the experience in that. Mm -hmm. Or maybe we failed and we didn't know, you know, how to recover from that. And what I found, uh, my beautiful sister Kenyatta, is when you're talking about mentorship or even bonding with another woman, it takes trust. Right. It takes trust to be able to lean into another woman's knowledge, lean into her experience, right? To lean into her, right? So what would right. you say for that sister? You know, it took it took me, let me just be transparent. It took me a while to trust another woman, right? It, it took it took some growing, some mentally, some it took it, it took me to go through some things to be able to trust another woman with yeah. my heart. Right. Because when you're talking about mentor, that means I, I'm trusting you with my mind. I'm trusting you with my heart. What does it take yes. for a woman to, yes. to, to lean into another woman, to lead her, to guide her? What would you say to that? To a woman that may have been like me, like, OK, yeah, mentor. What? I got to first trust you before I even think about some money. <laughs> Well, I can tell you this. I'm still there. I'm, I'm not there yet. I'm not all the way there yet. I just think um, for me, it's in the quality of that person. You know, the things that they do, the person that the, you can tell when someone is genuine. I've been burned so much by women. And this is one of the reasons, one of the reasons she wins totally came about because mm. of the experiences that I've had with other women. You mm -hmm. try to trust women, you try to trust them, and it hurts when you put your all into someone. And they, I'm not gonna say they let you down per se, but they do vicious things, you know, out of hurt themselves, things that they may be going through. Um, maybe jealousy. I don't know what it is. But what I have learned is that person has to heal themselves first before they Come can on. help to heal someone else. Um, for me, like when it comes to you and uh, Chandra and Aaron and Leslie and some of the, um, the women within the community, they have shown themselves worthy you know, they've shown themselves worthy for me to open up. They made me feel safe. Mm -hmm. So I feel, you know, you have to feel safe and you make that determination. You know, we can't mm -hmm. make that determination. That's something that you have to feel for that person if they're the right fit for you. Absolutely. That's a beautiful term that you used, um, Kenyatta. And thank you for all that you said, you know, feeling safe, you know, and I know when I was coming through my trust issues, one of the key factors, and I hope the audience can really key in on this part, is I had to learn how to trust myself. You know, I had to learn how to look for love from self. Like before, what, what am I looking for in another woman that I have yet to identify in me? So I had to learn some of the good qualities mm -hmm. about myself. And then it then me learning me helped me to see the next beautiful part in my sister. Right. And that which I was lacking. Right. Right. That which I was lacking, then I can I appreciated myself enough that I could look to another sister and say, wow, I really admire that about her. You you understand? But it took me yes. to a point. But mm -hmm. I had to really, like you said, I had to get into it intentionally, Sister Kenyatta, intentionally get into a healing journey that I began to yes. learn myself. And now it has become easier, like fluid, like I'm, I'm, I flow with it so I can lean into another woman. Make sense? Lean into her ideas, lean into right. her concept without interference of my own baggage. Make sense? Because I'm working mm -hmm. on that. Right. I worked on that. And there's right. a lot of things I've overcome and there's a lot of things that I'm overcoming. 
which makes yes. me come to your point where, and I, lo I love this concept, like she totally, she totally wins, right? So there's no <laughs> failure in that, right? This is no, in every area. Yes, ma'am. And so it's like light upon light. This word authentic, right? Authenticity. We are hearing that a lot in this day and time. Like we, we hear that. So let's speak into that. What let's talk about that. Tell me about you know um helping women to embrace their true authentic selves. Well, because you know, we live in a society, like I always say, you know, where everyone wants to be like someone else, but God made you perfectly. He said you were perfectly and wonderfully made to be yourself there is no other like you you are who you god created you to be like you are so different from you may have some of the same qualities but your dna and what makes you you is so different than anyone else and my thing is once you embrace who you are and the magnificentness of you you know you would start your I'm going to tell you this. I went in, I was like, I remember after having my, um, my youngest child, I went into a depression, postpartum depression. Okay. Mm, I each, did each. not, I, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't like myself. I didn't like nothing. I darn near didn't like anyone. Mm -hmm. And what it all started was, um, what helped me to start changing was I had to first off start changing my mindset. Start changing my mind, doing things differently. And just knowing that I'm Kenyatta. God made me Kenyatta. There's nobody like Kenyatta. There's nobody like Ni Sister Nayira. And so when we embrace, when we say embracing who you are, that's just basically saying getting to the core of yourself, just mm. rediscovering who you are as not only just a person, but as a, as a woman, you know, we carry so many hats. We mother, sister, wife, you know, uh, granddaughter, whatever that title is. But at the end of the day, we are a woman first. And you have to embrace who God created you to be. Stripped of everything else, all the titles, just who are you? When you look in the mirror, are you happy with yourself? And if you're not happy with yourself, what are you going to do to change that? And how can we assist you with getting mm. back to who you are? And that's why we have sisters like you. Mm. All praise is due to the one most high God. You know, as I was listening to you speak, especially when you said getting down to the core of who you are, you know, you talked about that DNA, which goes back to the blueprint. You know, and as women that's made in America, come on now, we got to unmask these masks. Mm. <laughs> we got to like peel them Girl, back. Layer by layer. We got we to gotta unmask Girl, ourselves, right? We got to unlearn mm -hmm. to relearn. Mm -hmm. We got to be deprogrammed, right? We mm -hmm. got to literally reprogram our DNA down to a cellular level. Right. We got to become back up into right. God's one man. And that's a process because truth yes. is truth, right? I can't say that I know all of the 400 years of struggle, but we still in a struggle. I can identify with at least 49 years because I'm 49 years, right? I'm 49 years old, but in the struggle, I seen what my mother went through. I seen what my grandmothers went through. I seen what my aunties went through. I know what I've been through and I know what I'm trying to prevent my daughters from going through. So when you talk exactly. about being that authentic self, you know, I had to learn. Listen to this, Sister Kenyatta. I had to learn how to pull off the identities that did not belong to me. Some things was not my struggle. It was my mama's struggle, right? Yes, that's some yes, things was yes. my grandmother's struggle, right? Some yeah. things was mm -hmm. my auntie's struggle, but because I came up in the culture, okay, they went through it. I had to go through it too. I had Didn't to go, consciously no. say that, but the process was that. But when I learned how to identify and differentiate and learn from what they've been through, 
but go through my own thing then and only then i can say i'm learning how to show up as my own authentic right. self my own authentic right. self but that takes work and so i'm saying to you sister kiana as we're talking to women you know some of the work that we gotta do to get to like you said the core the core of our dna you know i feel like one of the key things is we got to change the language we got to learn how to speak life because every word every word who we are what would you say to that i mean yes absolutely you hit the nail on the head uh yes speaking life but you have to first change the mind because the mind is a powerful thing. Mm -hmm. So when you change your mind, you change your life. Mm -hmm. When you start thinking positive things, when you start, they say manifesting mm -hmm. things, you know, and that's when everything else starts to line up. Your thought process first, what you speak out your mouth, and then you start doing it. Come so that's now. the work. So Come once on you thought about it, you spoke on it, now you're starting to do the work. Come and on. it's a process. And that process isn't easy. Nothing in life is easy if it's worth having. But start working on your mind and your thought process. I don't know what that's going to take for you. You know, sometimes it's getting getting in the word. Just get, I'll tell you one thing that works for me. And this is something that... Um, when I speak about nakedness, mm. when I'm in the shower sometimes, mm -hmm. I go before God mm. because I'm at my most vulnerable state. Mm -hmm. And it seems like when I petition and I start speaking mm -hmm. and once I start speaking the issues and start speaking life, everything that I'm saying, it starts going down the drain. Mm -hmm. And when I jump up out of that shower, not only do I feel clean, I feel cleansed mm -hmm. from the inside. Mm -hmm. So it's an internal thing. Everything that we're speaking about is the mind that's internal. Mm -hmm. You're speaking the power of your tongue, mm -hmm. manifestation, and then doing the work because faith without work is dead. It's, a, it's dead. Come on, Sister King Donna. Don't make me have church up in here. <laughs> On this podcast, what you say? Yeah, you might have made me Look, what you say is just wash and be clean. How I understand that. Wow. And be clean, girl. Yes. I, I feel I feel yes, that. I feel that the audience. I hope and pray that this message is serving you. The key three three points, three steps my sister gave us is change your mind, speak life. And then do get into the doing this, which means get into action, you know, and I'll just add this mm -hmm. one thing, Sister Kenyatta, decide who do you have to be to become Ooh, what you say, huh? You got to be able Ooh. to decide who you got to be in yes. order to become. Because a lot of times we try to be the things that's yes. not us. You got to read when you said redefine redefine who you have to be to get to where you want to become right and that means you got to have clarity go right. back to your mind work clarity of mind you got to see that manifest you got to see it you got to see it and then when you see it now start to be it don't wait till you get there be it in your now and so right. being your authentic right. self, do that in the now. Sister Kenyatta, I, I have a lot to say, but I want to shift this conversation a little bit because you have done some really, really great things. And, you know, something that's a little rare for the black woman, and that is being a Bell's bun, man. Come on now. You got to you gotta talk about this. I, I don't know too many <laughs> black women as Bell's bun. And you said we one decision away. So you said we one decision away from being in jail. I, I think the dog one decision away <laughs> wait a minute sister yes Kenyatta. we are like let's talk about it first and foremost before we get there how did you become a bells bombing what what got you on that track okay so this this um i started in the bell industry when i was 19 years old I started at Scotty Bell Bonds, which is one of the older agencies in Pinellas County. 
And when I started at their agency, I started out filing paperwork. Mm-hmm. And um, I, you know, was promoted from there to answering phones. Mm-hmm. And then from there, I, you know, it started sparking my interest. And then when I saw with a wave of a pen that I can set someone free. Now, wow. let me tell wow. you, this is about healing childhood trauma, okay? Yes. Because yes. what made me really get involved in Bell Bonds was not only that, you know, I had a young child, I needed a job back then. I did not really know what Bell Bonds men do. But when I found out what they did, and I knew, like, since I was a baby, my dad was in and out of prison, in and out of jail. My uncles would be in and out of jail. My brother would be in and out of jail. And like I say, with the wave of a pen, I can Mm -hmm. set someone free, send Mm -hmm. them back home to their family so that they can, you know, get their lives in order and at least try to find some type of balance in, um, so that's why, that's how I started in the bell bond industry. Wow. Um, from there, wow. I seen that it inspired a lot of women. A lot of women has become bondsmen since wow. I've, you know, been an agent and as well as, you know, a few of my colleagues as well. So, um, I took this thing instead of a lot of people, they use it to just make money. Okay. For Mm -hmm. me, it was bigger than money. Mm -hmm. It was more so helping, helping Mm -hmm. someone, helping them to get their life back on track, you Mm -hmm. know? Mm -hmm. And I use that as saying, you know, with my, with my dad, every time my dad went to jail, here I go, I'm signing him out. Mm -hmm. Every time he go, he'll miss court on me. And here Mm -hmm. I go back again, signing Mm -hmm. him out, Mm -hmm. you know? And then I had to see, you know, from that point that, you know, people make those decisions themselves. It's not me. I cannot enable them. Right. And my father recently passed away. So it's like, now, what am I doing it for? You know right. what I'm saying? Right. Right. Um, because you get to a point to where you feel like you're enabling mm-hmm. people. Mm-hmm. And your purpose was to help but now you feel like you're enabling mm-hmm, and your mm-hmm. main purpose for doing it is no longer there, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and um, this, the business is, it, it, it seems exciting to everyone, to, to a lot of people, but you become a counselor, you become a mother to some of these boys out here, some mm-hmm. of these young girls out here that mm-hmm. don't know that, I mean, that gets in trouble because they don't know any other way. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. One thing that's the most disheartening in the bell industry is just seeing someone's dad, you know, get arrested, go through the, judici- the, the judicial system. And years down the line, you see where the child is repeating that same process. Mm-hmm. And that's disheartening. So whereas everyone, you know, thinks that it's a fun, exciting thing, it can be if you want to put your life on the line. Mm. <laughs> and that's something I've been doing now for over 23 years and I'm tired now mm. but you know there'll be a young person that will find that you know yeah it's exciting you're going to chase people and this that and the other but the reason why I got into the bell industry was to help those that need help not to put them back in jail mm. so mm. that's, that's, that's my beautiful thing, my take on Mm-hmm. That's beautiful. You know, you know, your heart, your your heart is as big as your mission, you know. And I hear you and I, I hear the pain in that, but I also see the freedom. It's very uh touching because my, my father passed away in prison, you know. So I understand, I understand exactly, not exactly, but I understand what you're saying, and I feel you on that. And so I would just encourage you to say, continue on with your why, because God going to continue to to strengthen mm-hmm. you in your why you're doing it, you know, or you have done it for 20, mm-hmm. 20 mm-hmm. plus years, you know, and he'll continue to, like I said, strengthen you. And so with that being said, that's courageous. 
you know, to me, that means you you totally winning. You totally women winning for the black family, you know, because your heart is pure and you get to speak a word that you may not see germinate in that moment, but it will germinate, you know. So, yeah. mm -hmm. so thank you. Thank just thank you for being on the forefront, on the front lines, right? For our people. But you said turning that generational oh, yeah. trauma into generational wealth building, you know, building generate generational and wealth. healing generational on, generational healing. Yes. Yes. Yes, ma'am. And mm -hmm. so to empower women, you know, everything starts with the woman. The most honorable Elijah Muhammad teaches us that 75 percent. Yes, it does. It's with does. the woman, right? When you teach a man, you teach an individual, but when you teach a woman, you teach a nation. So with you doing what you're a doing, nation. That's right. You are building nations. You are a nation builder, you know? And so we have something that's coming up, um, brunching for a cause. And I'm so elated to mm -hmm. be a part of this, you know, this life-changing, community-changing. When you bring women together, you're shaking universes. Come on now. <laughs> you're shaking galaxies. Yes, girl. And we, you know, we always appreciate you, Sister Nayara, because you be right there front and center. Every time we call, you like, yep. I'm like waiting <laughs> on the time you say, oh, I'm going to be out of there. You be like, no, I, nope, yep, I got it. I'll be <laughs> You tell me what you need. And we so appreciate you yes. for this. <laughs> I'm just happy to be a part of powerful black women that's doing something that's moving and shaking. And you know, you know, we always we say we know one another by the spirit. So we understand that you know doing this work is not our first rodeo. We've done we've done this by the spirit for a long time. Makes sense. Yes. So we just gotta keep. Carrying on what our grandparents did and our great great grandparents and our great great, we are the answer. Say that with me. We are the answers to somebody's prayers. Somebody pray we for are. us. Amen. Okay. Yes. Yes, Somebody yes. pray for us. And because of that prayer, we're sitting mm -hmm. here right now talking about healing on purpose. We're sitting here right now talking about she mm -hmm. totally wins. We are put placing attention on the women and in particular the black women because we are are the most in need of healing and so with that being said yes, let's talk about this brunching for a cause tell tell the audience about that and what it, you know what does that mean and what are we looking to achieve on that day well um brunching for a cause we so she wins totally this is our first brunch back from covid um we were brunching back since 2018 and then when COVID struck, we had to stop. But what we are brunching for this cause is to assist single mothers that's facing homelessness with resources to help them gain sustainability. By doing that, um, what She Wins Totally is wanting to do is purchase a home. We have so many women out that um, that have are currently facing homelessness, and they go into these shelters with their kids, and they're not safe. They go into these shelters, and they get turned away because some shelters don't take children. So we want to be able to purchase a home for temporary housing for these single women that have children uh, until they find a more permanent housing solution. We will continue to brunch until we reach our goal of um, assisting these women with transitioning from homelessness to a more permanent housing solution. And one of the things that um, Pinellas County School Board is wanting to do is provide our organization with a portable, a trailer. In order for them to do that, we have to have a location to sit this trailer on. So we are brunching to raise funds to purchase a lot to Come get on. this trailer. And not only to get this trailer, maybe we can build a house on that lot. And maybe Pinellas County may not 
be the only city we do this in. Our vision is to have a home in Hillsborough County, in Manatee so that we can help as many women as we possibly can. But our focus right now is the black woman in Pinellas County. Ooh, now you better say that. And I am, I gotta apologize because my engineer is not helping me tonight. But I do want you to tell how can the community donate to this? How can they get tickets? Hopefully I can go back and add it on. But if you listen, when you listen to this tonight, and if it's not going across the screen, just know that Sister Nayira did this by herself tonight. I'm proud of myself. But anyway, Kenyatta, how can they- You did a good they, job. Thank you. How can they donate towards this? How can they, um, how can they uh, get tickets to help in this most worthy cause? Well, um, you can always visit us online at She Wins Totally. That's S-H-E-W-I-N-S, totally, T-O-T-A-L-L-Y dot org. There is an option for you to register for the event. Or if you just want to simply donate, there's a donate now option. And 100% of the proceeds go to our cause. We do not... Um, we do not utilize our proceeds for anything other than our mission and helping the community. Every dollar that we receive goes back into the community, whether it's through financial literacy courses, whether it's through self-healing, self-care days. Um, but for this cause right here, this is 100% of your donation is going to support the cause. Absolutely. And Kenyatta, and for my listening audience, I have a global reach. And I'm asking for anyone that listened to this now, you listen to the replay. However, however you hear this message and you get to this portion of the message, please go and donate. Donate to this worthy cause because so many of our women are misused and abused because they just don't have a place to go. You know, I remember when I was 13 years old and I called myself running away from home and I was from pillar to post. If I would have had a safe house, maybe I could have done a little mm -hmm. better in that part. You know, so I'm definitely encouraging, mm -hmm. you know, all of my mm -hmm. listeners. If it's a dollar, if we get a hundred people to give just a minimum of a dollar, come on now, a hundred people giving ten dollars, a hundred people mm -hmm. giving twenty dollars, you yeah. know. So a hundred people giving a hundred dollars. Don't let don't let me announce what you go give. Give and give some more. Right. And so Kenyatta, um, all is appreciated. You, come on now. What is it that you would like to? Uh, any other messages you would like to give to our listening audience as it relates to um, anything? Like what what would you like for the audience to know? Like, give me, give well, me three things that you speaking want to on times right now. Mm -hmm. Just speaking on times right now, never give up and keep pressing forward. No matter what the situation and the circumstance is, if it's cliche, yes, but if God brought you to it, he will bring you through it. He has equipped you with need in this life right, to be successful don't give up don't give up on your dreams stay true to who you are and stay true to the most high mm -hmm. and never i would say sometimes it's okay to it, it is okay to seek help if you, we don't have all the answers. It's okay to reach out, seek help and lean on someone else when you're going through a struggle. And I just wanna say to you, Sister Nayira, thank you so much for your contribution to the community. We appreciate you so much in the work that you and your husband are doing and you all have done. And I pray that God continues to bless everything that you all set forth. And as he continues to order your step and you continue to move your feet, I pray blessings upon you. Thank you so much, my beautiful sister, Kenyatta. You know, I, I'm just grateful and I'm humbled 
you know, just to be a part of a community, to be able to give back to my community. You know, I was that little girl that was running away. I was that little girl that was fighting in the streets. I was that little girl that came up in a domestic violence home. You know, we all got our stories and chapter after chapter, but I can truly say that I, I, I came through it. And as I came through it, I know that our families need to be repaired. And so it's that old saying, if God can do it for me, mm, he would do it for you. You know, and it all starts with the woman. And that's why I know that your 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 nonprofit is so key to helping the family to come back together. Because when you repair the woman, you repair a nation. So I want to thank you, Kenyatta. I love you, girl. I love me some you, okay? <laughs> and I can't wait to come. We're going to do this. We're going to do this. And if you have not gotten your ticket, please go to shetotallywins.org. Get your she wins ticket. totally. Oh, so she wins totally. Sorry. She wins totally.org. Yeah. She wins totally.org. Get your ticket today. If you That's are local it. and you listening to this, I want to see you in there. Okay. Let us know you heard us yeah. on Heal on Purpose podcast. And with that being said, Sister Kiana, I'm gonna make a couple announcements. Is there any do you have any books or anything else, anything else you want to promote? Oh no, well, we uh just recently uh relocated our restaurant uh okay. 727 seafood and grill if you all are familiar with st petersburg florida then you all know red snack shack yes we do our family uh, <laughs> our family was the original owners of red snack shack and they still are the owners of the building so we 727 seafood have moved our restaurant into our family building uh, wow. The old Red Snack Shack, and we are open and we are ready to take you all on. We do have seafood options, but we are incorporating hamburgers and fried foods as well as healthy choices as well. Uh, that wow. address is 1701 16th Street South. Okay, now look, y'all. If y'all from St. Pete, I'ma say it like St. Pete. If y'all from St. Pete, you know what it is with Red Snack Shacks. <laughs> Oh, and we do have milkshakes. <laughs> okay, they got the milkshakes, okay? So, um, yes, we're looking forward to the big red burgers, too. All right. Yes. So we thank you so much, Kiyata. I'm going to go ahead and make some announcements. I'm going to pull you in the back. So if you all could just, if you could hold on for me and let me make these quick announcements, all right? Okay. Uh Family, we want to thank you so very much for tuning in to Heal on Purpose, hosted by the Repair of the Black Family. We truly have enjoyed you all tonight. I am so grateful that I was able to, uh, to be honored to um, interview our beautiful sister, Kenyatta Rucker, with She Wins Totally. Let me make sure I'm saying that right. <laughs> And we want to make sure that we continue to do more collaborations in our community. So please tap in, come to the branch, come here more with more powerful women. As you can see, Dr. LaDonna Butler is going to be there. Dr. Tanya, Tanja Williams, Tiara Aker, and some more people I can't see their names, but um, Aaron McFarley. There's going to be a host of women coming together using our power of voices to uplift and create change in our community. And as I go ahead and get ready to close out, if you do not have this book, The Repair of the Black Family Anthology, do not hesitate to get this book. Go to www repairoftheblackfamily.com. Get the book. You have 33 powerful authors that has come together telling our stories. We're not just telling our stories. We're telling how we the lessons learned and how we got over. And then we're actually giving you three repair actions, three solutions. So we're not just going to identify problems, but we're going to give you solutions. Get the book today. It's also on Amazon. It's an Amazon bestseller. And we desire for you to take the wisdom of this book, the healing balm of this book, and apply it in your life. Last but not least, Y'all know what it is. It is the Ignition Heal on Purpose Retreat with Sister Nayara in Orlando, Florida, September 18th through the 21st. It is all-inclusive men and women life coaching retreat. 
We're now taking deposits. Plan uh, Payment plans are available. You want to come to Orlando. This is going to focus in on mindset. It's going to focus in on relationships. It's going to focus in on communication, self-care, self-love, and an abundance of data information along with um, bonding, excursions, you name it. Most of most of what you name, we are going to have. So we thank you so very much for listening to us today. We definitely want you to go ahead and text 727-623-5555. Text the word retreat so that you can go ahead and get in with Sister Nayara and Brother David. We just made 24 years of being married, by the way. Get in with Sister Nayara, Brother David. You know we get results and uh, we're ready to help you. Thank you all so much for listening, for tuning in with us today. We love you. This has been another broadcast, Heal on Purpose with Sister Nayara and the Repair of the Black Family. Thank you. Peace.